Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today was featured on the national tour of the hit Broadway musical, Legally Blonde. My guest today is Alexis Loisel. When doing shows, when you were doing shows in school, did you know you wanted to maybe go on tour someday? Yes. Um, so I... I actually went to college at Virginia Tech. I have a bachelor's uh, in science. I did not, I wasn't pursuing musical theater yet. Um, but I, I took a year off to apply to graduate school um, after I graduated. And then it was in the middle of that gap year that I decided I wanted to pursue musical theater professionally. Um, and it was, I was very involved in high school and stuff. So I, it was always on my mind, but I, I, I didn't do it professionally. And I kind of took a mentor telling me, go for it to actually do it. So I moved to New York. I went to an acting conservatory, um, the New York Film Academy. I know you talked to Elder Mason. She also went there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, touring is, especially a national tour. I mean, there's like this Broadway. Everyone wants to be on Broadway, of course. Um, and then there are like major regional productions, but national tours, I, at least in my experience, are up there with Broadway as far as like bucket list items for people. Um, and you know, I'm young enough where I can, I don't mind sleeping on a bus all day and traveling all the time. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's hectic, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It really feels like to perform in these giant theaters with these big houses and these beautiful like chandeliers and, and people are coming to see our show who don't even know us, you know, like it's, it's totally different. You really feel special doing it. Um, so yeah, I would say in school, um, it was very much, at least for me, um, a bucket list item for me to go on tour, for sure. Yeah. yeah. What have you loved about being on a national tour of a show, like Legally Blonde? Oh my gosh, well, there's so many things. Um, I mean, first and foremost, the people are, uh, this is probably cliche, and everyone probably says it, but they're truly wonderful. If it weren't for these particular cast members that I have, I'm so blessed to have gotten I don't think it would be nearly as good of an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so number one, the people, the friendships I'm making, it's so funny how you can, you know, you're strangers and then within a week you're best friends because you spend every waking minute together. Mm-hmm. Like me and my roommate Rory, we've gotten really close. Um, yeah, so the, the people are awesome. And I would say the other thing that I particularly love, kind of what I touched on is is these big beautiful theaters there's nothing like walking onto the stage for the first time when we come in for sound check and just seeing like this massive gorgeous theater you know like i performed i've done off broadway i've done regional theater but really nothing compares to these like really cool really fancy houses which is you just you feel important you kind of feel like the real deal which mm-hmm. is really cool. so i like that feeling it never gets old right what is something that has taken you taken you by surprise about being on tour Hmm. Let's come up with a few. Um, I don't think I realized the the toll that traveling has on my body. Maybe this is a pretty heavy physical show, um, and I'm very used to a routine. You know, like when I'm in New York or when I'm at home, a very strict routine of stretching and dance classes and you know getting sleep. <laughs> and there are plenty of times when we either don't have the time or the luxury to have a routine like that because we're on the road so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bus, I won't lie, the bus is not my favorite thing. Yeah. You know, we, we often have an early wake-up call, and then we are on the bus for a large part of the day, and sometimes we drive straight to the venue, 
or we'll maybe have like 45 minutes at the hotel and then we immediately have to report to the venue for um, sound check. So yeah, the bus, it's surprising the amount of uh, extra stretching, extra, like I take really, really hot showers and that's not even a shower. I'll just stand there in the hot water right before I go uh, to the venue to like get the steam in my muscles because if I don't do that, I'm 27 now, unfortunately. So it makes it a little bit more difficult than when I was 22 to uh, whip out kicks and stuff nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, the bus life is uh, a little more brutal than I thought it would be, but comes with the job. So yeah. it's all good. <laughs> you don't read on the bus like Leah, do you? <laughs> no, Leah is such a good reader. Oh my gosh. No, I. I'm so I wish I was an avid reader I just am not but I'm I listen to music from start to finish and I play a lot of Sudoku I have my little Sudoku book and I sit there and I play it pretty much the entire ride so keeps me awake keeps me stimulated makes me feel like I'm using my brain a little bit um but yeah no Leah's she's got a goal of like something like 50 books this year or something like that and she's well on her way so I'm very proud of her yeah me and Ashley were talking about that a few weeks ago she's like I can't believe Leah could read on a bus (laughs) also that I know I'm like, and I said, and Hannah, Hannah said it, Meg's, I mean, not Meg, because I interviewed Meg before I interviewed Leah, but like, but Hannah and Ashley were like, I can't believe that she reads on a, like, it's so fascinating sitting there and watching her read on a bus. It is, I mean, and she's doing it literally the whole time, and I, I I mean, she's got such a stamina for it too, and she zips through books very quickly as well, she's like a speed reader. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she does it, but I'm a music girl. I sit there and I stare out the window, or I have my Sudoku. <laughs> music on, and that's all that I do. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> I would do the same thing with my AirPods in my ears and just listening to music and yep. chilling. Yeah, everyone's kind of in their own little world, which is actually very, very nice. Everyone mm-hmm. kind of keeps to themselves and gets like mentally ready for the day. So it's it's actually it's okay. If, if when I'm not trying to sleep, it's okay. It's not too bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Is touring something you would maybe want to continue doing after this contract or is one tour and done? So one tour and done. Uh, this is a non-equity tour. Mm-hmm. So if I had the opportunity to go on an equity tour, I would certainly take it. Um, but, you know, I don't know if I would do one like right away. One of our cast members, Kaylee, who was in Hairspray, she had like literally a month or two off and then she immediately came on this tour. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very difficult to do um so yeah i i definitely don't need to be done with touring by any means um i think i would like to be on a tour that has maybe more stops where we stay longer because we have a couple of one-nighters and that's what's brutal about it is like when you go somewhere for one night and then you do it the next day um but uh yeah no i would not close the door on touring i think it's very gratifying it's there's something really cool about bringing a show to other people and especially to cities that don't get them. I mean, people are just so jazzed about theater and, mm-hmm. and like the places that we go because I think, you know, the people in like Oklahoma aren't going to Broadway, you know, necessarily. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very cool to feel like we're bringing something special to people that don't get to see it. Yeah. Live in New York. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you always been a Legally Blonde fan? Yes. This is kind of full circle for me. I actually used So Much Better from Legally Blonde to audition for my eighth grade musical. Um, so, yes, I I have been, it was like, for me, it was like Legally Blonde and Wicked. Were like, oh, I love Wicked. Oh, yeah. Well, Wicked is like. It was my first you know, Broadway show I ever saw. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It was my intro to theater, and it's Carol Lindsay and Caroline Bowman's fault that I'm into musical theater. And they know it, too, which is funny. Oh 
That's so much. Did you interview them? Did you mm-hmm. talk to them? Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. They are yeah carol and she's like um, she was like jamie it's not my fault i'm like yeah it is if it weren't for me going to see you and wicked i would not be seeing all these shows and have a drawer full of playbills <laughs> i get it i tell you for me it was adina that's my girl that's my og um and yeah i just there's something so special about that show but yeah but also fell in love with legally blonde i came across you know the album when i was like maybe in sixth grade memorized the whole thing knew every word knew everything about it so mm-hmm. i just yeah it's it's just so funny that this is my first national tour because that was truly like my first musical obsession was mm-hmm. legally blonde so it's kind of fun kind of full circle yeah they actually did legally blonde yeah. at my high school my senior year i wasn't in it i went to go see it but i remember okay. sitting in the audience during um they're right there and dying dying that is, that is the best number of the show i think i think that's everyone's favorite number it comes out of thin air mm-hmm. and it's funny because i don't know what role it was but i was telling who's i forgot who i was telling this to i've interviewed so many people from the show but yeah. one of the people who played the guys in that number his real life girlfriend was like in the scene too when he's loving on this other guy so it was so funny, so funny. <laughs> that's awesome i love it yeah I, that is such a fun, such a fun number. Oh my gosh. The, the people just go wild. They probably laugh the most at that number, I would say. It's just hilarious, hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> the comedy there is just great. It's, and it's honestly like this show is so well written. I mean, like the humor in it and the wit and like, I mean, we're actors and, and the people that play like our principals are incredible and wonderful, but the material like almost hands it to you, you know, like mm-hmm. it's. It's so good on its own. So, Gary European, yeah, that's something else. That's a very, very good song. It's yeah. a great number. Yeah, it is. And I remember, gu- I remember gushing to Laura Bell Bundy about it. I'm like, I'm obsessed with that number. <laughs> what? Oh, cool. What? Did you talk to her? Yeah. I did oh, like a video podcast thing with her. It, okay. It's on my oh, YouTube. It's not on my actual podcast. But I did gush to Laura Bell Bundy about how much I love that number. What did what did she say about it? Was that one of her favorite numbers too? Yeah, she says it's hilarious, and she can also never yeah. listen to "Oh My God, You Guys" ever again. Uh, I I think I understand that. I understand. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. She's like, I hate to admit this, but I ha- I can't listen to "Oh My God, You Guys" ever again. Uh, yeah, I understand. I do. It's a it's a fabulous number, and it's so fun to do. But I I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever seen, like, speaking of Laura Bell Bundy, the Legally Blonde musical MTV version? Oh, yes. Um, I, I saw that, like, like a long time ago. Whatever the heck that came out. Um, yes. And I, when I was in callbacks for this, I rewatched it. Um, and it is just pure gold. It's, there's, it's just so good. And it's so fun to hear... It's like a, it sounds like a pep rally. Like the people who are there are just mm-hmm. gushing at that at the show, and it's so fun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I I I don't we don't copy anything that they do, but it was very good inspiration when I was in callbacks for this to kind of get me excited about the show all over again. So yes, yeah. I have seen. I'm very familiar with it. Yeah, I didn't discover it until COVID. Until sitting home with COVID really? during COVID. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's I'm shocked to hear that. Yeah, it's I mean it's a masterpiece. It's so great so great i didn't i didn't discuss i 
Didn't discover falsettos until then either. That's a whole other story. Oh, very, that's a good find. Two, really the two shows that re- that got me through COVID are watching them are falsettos and Legally Blonde, two polar <laughs> opposite shows. I mean, they both had Christian Borle in them. Yes, they do. And they're both funny. I mean, like, the, the, I feel like for COVID, everyone just needed to, like, laugh, you know, and think about something else. And I feel like it's perfect for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. What are some of your favorite Legally Blonde songs? Um... actually kind of a tough question i think my favorite song is the song legally blonde it's actually a ballad mm-hmm. it's one of the only serious numbers in the show you kind of are, feel a lot more grounded than you do in the rest of them but i get to watch it from off stage and i just kind of feel like it's the really it's like the heart of what the show is about mm-hmm. um and it's just so beautiful yeah i don't know it's it's like the first you really get to see l be um just grounded and not Nah, you know, like what she is, like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I would, I would say that one. It's very grounding for sure. Yeah, and, do, and uh, our Emmett also does a phenomenal job with it. They're both phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Hannah's the best. Yeah, yeah. Hannah is the, the best. Oh, yeah. she's so great. Oh, she's so consistent. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Was it hard for you to learn the jump roping choreography for Whipped in the Shape? Oh, um. not necessarily hard but it's um we kind of joke about this backstage we say the jump rope is going to do what the jump rope wants to do i love that <laughs> that's like, that's so true kind of it's so true it's like it doesn't even really matter i mean you can practice it over and over and over again and most of us do it correctly most of the time but sometimes you just like if it wants to leave your hand it will <laughs> like there's no telling what is going to happen have you tripped yet hilarious. i i have i think i've messed up a total of three times um and it's like so we have this move where we go left right and as we go under our legs like this and we mm-hmm. switch off our hands and when you have sweaty hands it doesn't work out very well and you have to be very conscious of where you're putting your hands so i have lost sometimes i'll like slip off in the rope and i'll miss it and then it'll be like just a singular mm-hmm. side and then it'll like kind of do this and then i gotta get back Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, so yes, I have had my moments for sure. Everyone has, I mean, it's, nobody is perfect at the summer, but, but we're, I think we found the pocket now though. Now we're in January, we are sitting into it and we now have a jump call. So it's similar to like the lift call. Um, that's smart. They do, like, they do do a lift call. Yeah. It really did wonders, I think, for our performance in that number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have to, I mean, we're, we're out there like stretching. You really have to stretch or else it's not going to go well. There's all kinds of factors, but. It is what it is. Every single night, we're like, well, good luck out there, guys. Let's see what the jump rope wants to do tonight. We'll see if it wants to cooperate. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny because, actually, the, the few mishaps we have had, the audience really responds to them. It's kind of fun, actually, mm-hmm. when, when we have a mishap. Like, the other day, um, our stage manager lost connection with the lighting crew, and we literally had to stop the show in the middle of, oh, my God, you guys, and, and then restart. Um Ooh. And that was the first time that ever happened to me. I never, that never happened. But the audience loved it for some reason. They were like extra loud and appreciative, I think. So it's kind of fun. Like, I think people like to see live theater. They like to remember you're like human beings and stuff happens. But What do you love most about being in a show like Legally Blonde? I love that it makes people laugh. Mm-hmm. I think that it would this would be a lot harder to do if I were in a show that was very dark or dramatic or um, 
Yeah, I mean, we literally run on stage at the top of the show, oogling and laughing and like dancing about our best friend getting engaged. Yeah. So it's very hard to be in a bad mood during this show. Yeah. I mean, you just like you know, it's, you have to turn it on all the time. But it's it's so fun. But yeah, the the best part is the fact that it's a comedy and it makes people happy. I can't tell you how many times people said things to me like oh my gosh, like, I haven't laughed like that in a long time, you mm-hmm. know, or, um, yeah, I just, I think that, like, theater at its core is really escapism, and mm-hmm. people want to come to the theater and think about something that's not their own life, so if you can make them laugh and, and, and feel really good for two and a half hours, then that's a special thing, so that's what I love about this show. It's, it really, really makes people happy, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your yeah. favorite TV shows? And it can be from your childhood, or it can be from, like, now. Um, well, growing up, my favorite show was That's So Raven. I love That's So Raven. Yeah. Ra- Raven's Home is actually not awful. Really? I actually haven't seen it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Huh. It's not awful. Though. I, want, I would okay. say the first three seasons are the best. I kind of stopped okay. after the fourth because it kind of went yeah. downhill, but the first three seasons are yeah. great. Wow! Oh my gosh, I had to watch. I kind of was like worried it would mess with my memory of that so Raven, so I didn't watch it. But maybe I'll watch it. But I absolutely idolized Raven. Raven's Moment was my first concert, so I loved that show. Um, I love SpongeBob, which is hilarious. But I still, as an adult, love SpongeBob. Um, I just watched SpongeBob the Sponge Out of Water movie like last weekend. You did. <laughs> and he's like, Sandy, is that you? <laughs> it's. A, I mean, that show's been on for like 23 years it's astoundingly impressive how long that's been running mm-hmm. um and nowadays like i absolutely love new girl that's probably my go-to tv show now uh and just like everyone else the office Shit's creek um big fans of the i love like witty comedy like that i think it's great me too um and my roommate rory just got me hooked on the real housewives i hate to admit it i didn't think i would it's great like the real housewives but i do like it Ugh. It's great. It is mindless television. It is. It's great. It is. It really is. It is. Um, that's my escapism. When I don't want to think about my life, I get to watch theirs, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah, so she, she got me really hooked on that. Um, yeah, I, oh, I love the baking shows. I watch those a lot, actually. Yeah, they make me uh, hungry. Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. Yeah, I love the British Bake Off. Great show. Chopped. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've kind of like a random, I guess, taste in TV shows. I actually watch a lot more movies than TV shows mm-hmm. um, because I like that movies have an ending and it like makes me feel like I'm not going to go into some rabbit hole and spend <laughs> hours a day watching a show. Totally, <laughs> um, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say, I would say New Girl is my, is like right now over my whole life, probably my favorite show. My yeah. best friend's been trying to get me to watch that for months. I think you would like it. It's very... It's Zoe Deschanel, like you've never seen her yeah. before, and it is just so darn funny. Like I actually laugh out loud watching it, and I've seen it so many times. But mm-hmm. it is just so good. It's so good. You should watch it for sure. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you should. What is your go-to dessert? Strawberry pie. Ooh, my fancy! Mom makes me one for my birthday every year. I don't have I don't have birthday cake. I have birthday pie. Um, oh, so you're a pie person and- over cake. Yes, I am. I love pie. I like pie in all of its forms. Um, <laughs> How many pairs of shoes did you pack when you were packing to go on tour? Ooh, I think 
I have like, I have to think about this. I think I have like four pairs of sneakers because I pretty much exclusively wear those. I have boots and I have like heeled booties and heels, maybe eight. That's not bad. Not bad. And some of them are like sandaled or like heeled sandal things for mm-hmm. temperature so they don't take up a lot of space. Um yeah, I would say eight, maybe nine. Eight or nine, but definitely not over ten. Yeah. Sure. I definitely try to keep it reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Sneakers ninety nine percent of the time. For so. sure. I'm wearing a I'm actually wearing a pair of Stan Smiths right now. Oh, oh, very fancy. Adidas, nice. my good old Adidas Sam Smiths. They're really old, but they're my favorite. They're beautiful. They're my, oh my favorite gym shoes I own. I love them. They're so them. worn out. No, they're so, they're, they are so nice looking. Like, I feel like they're, those are the shoes that started the whole, like, sneakers with dresses, sneakers with everything trend. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't own a pair, but someday, maybe someday I will when this paycheck comes through. Yeah, when I got a pair because I was doing it in, in my only in-person podcast interview. And the girl that I interviewed had them on. And I'm like, okay, I need a pair. So I bought a pair, like, the next day. Yes. So great. <laughs> <laughs> and they were the white with green ones, like the ones I'm wearing right now. Best. I like those because they're on the plain side. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I love pink, but I did not like the pink ones. I liked the green ones way better. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I knew a lot of people that had the green ones. And it's kind of, it's not, it's just enough green. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you notice it. But it's not overwhelming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what was your first Broadway show that you saw in New York City? Um, it was The Lion King. But I was three years old. <laughs> I don't remember it too well, but my mom said that I shocked her and I, I didn't make a, a peep the whole time. She said I just sat there and I was mesmerized. So that was my first Broadway show. But I think my... My next one after that was Wicked. Um, so I guess my, the first one that I remember clearly was Wicked. This was during my obsession period. Um, I saw Dee Rossioli as all about and Katie Rose Clark. I love Dee Rossioli. I have, she gave yeah, me this. Yes, she gave me this as a gift. Oh my God, that's my, my alpha ball. And she's, who she said to me? Stunning. Someone yeah. said to me, like a few years ago, they were like, if an alphabet really likes you, they'll give you this picture because not very many alphabets give away this specific picture when they like do their press pictures. Okay. So I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, that so and cool. then that's yes. her right that's there. That's, that's her bangs on, against my wall. I knew it. I've been looking at that picture and I was like, I, I recognize that headshot. Why do I recognize it's that? It's Rossi. Yes. <laughs> I've been I... talked to, I have to reach out to D. I haven't talked to her in a while. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. You know her. Yeah. I saw her. Katie Rose Clark is someone that I also adore. Um, I've seen, she. I mean, she's done so much since then, and it's really fun to watch her mm-hmm. grow. Um, but yeah, those were my, that was my duo that I saw on Broadway, and just, I, <laughs> I cried so hard, like, for most of the show, and especially after Defying Gravity, I was bubbling, like, I was, like, sobbing, sobbing, very, yeah. like, dramatic. Yeah, my jaw was to the but floor. Leave it. I, it was like one of those things where it was like you idolize something and you listen to it on YouTube and on the album for so many years. I actually, with Wicked, I had, I found this, it had to have been illegal, copy of the script on YouTube, mm-hmm. or not YouTube, on Google. Yeah. And I printed out the whole thing and my parents got so mad because I used so much printer paper and it was like this thing. But I printed it out and I memorized every word 
every blocking, and I would do it in my bathroom. One time is Glenda, second time is Alpha. I mean, I was so upset. So then when I saw the show, I cried so hard after Defying Gravity because it was like this moment of like I couldn't even, I couldn't bear, I couldn't bear mm-hmm. how amazing it was. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, me and Wicked, we go way back, but. Yeah, so that that is the first Broadway show that I remember seeing. Oh, other than love yeah. it! So, yeah. you, so you understudy Brooke and Vivian. Who do you yeah. like? Who or what kind of character do you like to play more? A protagonist like Brooke or an antagonist like Vivian? So I haven't gotten to do Vivian yet. I actually had my Brooke debut last Friday, which was a blast. Um, this is such a hard question because Vivian is so well as you can say this Brooke surprised me I, I it, kind of like my whole life I've always been typecasted as Vivian I'm tall I kind of look I, I'm kind of like the same type as Kate Chindle mm-hmm. uh but I when I was in callbacks I was I was originally called back for Serena but then I ended the process in the Brooke poll and I was like really like oh that's kind of funny I don't see myself as Brooke that much um but playing her she is so she's like bad ass but really funny as well um and she's a sorority girl and i was in a sorority so there's something really fun about playing someone who's who is for l and believes in her but on the flip side of that though it's always fun to play an antagonist yeah i, I, I would say vivian only because it's just that's just fun to do yeah it's fun to play your so alter ego exactly it's it's you know so different than me so it's very fun and she does come around she tells Al she has the best freaking shoes. Best freaking shoes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, and I think she has the best. I mean, that vocal. I mean, she doesn't sing that much, but that one vocal. Thing you got the best freaking up. shoes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, ah. Yeah. Like the thing at the end, it's like it's like oh, it's so satisfying. I I love it. So I th- I guess I would say Vivian. I think I would say Vivian, but I do love Brooke. I really do love playing her as well. Yeah. What was your hardest subject in school when you were in high school? Mm, um, I would say, ooh, I think I'm going to say AP U.S. History. <laughs> yeah. I am very math and science brain. I'm not English and history brain whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a senior it was very hard, but I also was kind of like, unfortunately, checked out, kind of. Yeah, senior. So, I get it. Yeah, and I shouldn't have been. Don't do that, kids, who are anyone's listening. But, um, yeah, but I just kind of, it's hard for me to get interested in it, and I just thought it was really, really hard because I was not interested in it. Right, exactly. Yeah. find the motivation to, like, try. But I was, but I was like, I was in, like, AP Calculus, loving it, loved every minute of that. But I could not stand because I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you at all. It's terrible. boring. It's boring. I know. Yeah, it's boring. I love being American, but I uh, yeah, history is not all that uh, interesting when you do it all day. What is your favorite fruit? <laughs> ooh, um, oh my gosh, I love all the fruits. Um, I, ooh, I think I would say. Oh my gosh, Jamie, this is a tough one. Kind of depends on the season, I guess. But maybe I would say strawberries. That's so basic. I like so I like but, a nice red, juicy strawberry. Yes, there's never like a bad time for a strawberry. I also love peaches. Absolutely love them. And plums. People don't really think about plums, but I love plums. But yeah, I guess I'm gonna be basic and say strawberries. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a strawberry. <laughs> what did you eat for dinner last night? 
what day was yesterday? We had the show. Oh yesterday was Friday. Oh, um, I had a. It was one of those healthy choice Power Bowls. Oh yeah, my mom loves those. Oh yeah, they're really good for tour because you can just put them in the microwave and they're full protein. But I got the one. It was like um, General Tso's Asian Wear chicken yeah. thing. It was delicious. Yeah. And what is a fun fact? What is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Um, I am getting married this year. Hey. Yes. So I have a fiance who's wonderful. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like scream that from the mountaintops because I don't want anyone to think that I'm like trying to be like attention seeking or something. But yeah, I am getting married. One one of the things, like what I said before, that I would love to do tour again, but not right away. I can't go on tour right away because I'm getting married. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad reason to not go on tour. Um, but yeah, I'm, I couldn't be more excited. I, his name's Jacob and we have been together for four and a half years and, uh, yeah. So should be a fun year. When when are you getting married this summer, this fall? Actually in December, I've always wanted a winter wedding, which sounds crazy to some people, but I just think they're beautiful and it's my favorite time of year. So yeah, December night, of this year or so. Awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> Once again, I've been speaking with Alexis Loisel from the national tour of Legally Blonde. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm chatting with Emily Afton from Hades Town on Broadway.